Yo, hey, we live? Back at it. 922. Another day, another dollar. Hey, I got a question for you. What up, man? How you doing? I'm living, dude. Oh, got a good one for you today. What's up? I'm feeling. Hmm, oh, you got a different word for us. Five dollars, six, seven? Nah, I got, I'm good, man. I'm great. That's a one dollar word. Awesome, boy. <laughs> it's a two dollar word. <laughs> two syllable, two dollar. Man, how about you, bro? How you doing, man? <laughs> That's a fantastic question, as you always say. Hey, listen, I hate to say it again, but it's true. I'm marvelous. Marvelous, baby. In November. Oh, yeah, November 15. No, man. but like but like I'm but I'm actually doing good. I really don't have have a complaint. God's good and life is up. So hey, I'm marvelous. Up, but the snow is coming down. Ain't <laughs> <I> no <know that. laughs> <laughs> I'm a 10 out of 10, but but that snow coming. That's all, hey, that's all getting me, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. We had that daylight <laughs> savings, man. Now the days getting shorter. Hey, Streets man. ain't safe and the sun ain't safe either. Come on. That man. boy disappearing like oh, butter oh, on toast. Woo-wee. I don't even know if that makes sense. My friend, he said disappear like butter on toast. I gotta, keep, I gotta take that. That's clever. Because you put the butter that on toast. Clever. I know that's clever, man. It took me a minute to grasp it, bro. That was good. That was clever. That was clever, man. I appreciate it. Disappearing like butter on toast. It's like, I can't say it, bro. Okay. That's like me in the DMs, boy. Disappearing like butter on toast, man. You ain't seen me in them. I'm not around them. You can't find me there, baby. I ain't there like no butter on toast. Find me. <laughs> he ain't there like... <laughs> there, my, bro. I gotta find God, bro. Anyways, man. Hey, we need got, to find God, bro. But you got a good topic for us, oh, my friend. Oh, man. Dude, Something I'm passionate about. This is a very critical topic. Okay. Ooh, man. Okay. Really okay. Five dollars. man. So the topic is today. Forgiveness, bro. You gotta forgive them. Mm. And so... Reason, Express your thoughts. Express the reason why thoughts. I wanted to bring up this topic because I think it's um, it's a relevant topic today, and a lot of people deal with some traumas or uh, things that they've experienced that have been not so good, right? I would say that's true. And a lot of people carry this baggage for a lot of most of their lives, right? Yep. And these things could be stemming from you know childhood traumas or you know even things mm. that are in your your college years or your adulthood. But a lot of people hold on to this unforgiveness, whether it's you know people, whether it's uh, situations in your workplace. But it, mm-hmm. it spans on a lot of different areas, man. And so I think the way that I want to approach it today is um, some of the the effects that unforgiveness can produce. Okay. And so I think unforgiveness ultimately hurts you and the other person at the same time. I was going to say that too. Time. I was going to say that too. And now wait, explain why you think it hurts both both, both people and then I can explain why oh, I think I like it hurts that. both people. I like that, man. So I'll give you an analogy. You know, I love a, I love analogies. I'll give you an analogy. So let's think of an airplane, right? And, you know, going on a flight and there's a baggage claim. But could you imagine if every passenger carried their luggage in their laps before the plane took off? That'd be a pretty, pretty cramped oh, ride, right? That'd be oh, a pretty man. cramped ride. I wouldn't be paying. That's worse than spirit. So seriously, right? So everybody's just holding their baggage in. You know, think about it. Everybody's bag, bag size is different. Some people have bigger bags than others, right? And so if you're trying to let's imagine a three-seat row, right? And you have three different people carrying all of their luggage in their laps. 
oh man, that would be the the worst ride ever, man. Yeah. So someone's kids kicking the back of your seat, right? And you carrying your luggage. So I'm suing them. If you, we hold on to this baggage, then we just we congest and we cramp our lives with holding on to things that aren't going to serve us. And we're so thankful that we have something like a baggage claim that we can send our bags to, so that we can enjoy our flight, man. Because we are in a flight of life. Oh, you different. I see so, what you're doing here. Um, how it hurts you is like imagine. So you you have a bag and someone else has a bag on their lap, right? And if you're carrying this bag, you're probably squishing someone else's seat, right? You're kind of going into their space and it's like, hey man, like bro, you hit me with your bag, bro. Nah, bro, you hit me with your bag, right? Yeah. So now it's just it's seeping into other things that you may not have or may have not may have intended it to, mm-hmm. but it's going into because of what you're holding on to. Because so, now you're hitting people on both sides mm, of you, not just the so. I like this. I, I say this to you, man. You have to heal because if you don't heal, you will bleed out on people who never cut you. Yes, I've I've heard that one because it's true. Mm. It's true. So I can say that to not forgive hurts both people because now, because well, I, I was gonna, you know, yeah, I was gonna say if you aren't, then you're pretty much giving them hate. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And now you hating them is hurting you because you're carrying this baggage, as as someone could possibly say. But you're carrying this hate in your heart that they don't necessarily know. But because of that, you're hurting them now because they don't get your love because you have hate. And now the hate's hurting you because you're carrying around this hate. Mm. It's like, it's, it's, it's like, dude, in unforgiveness, both people get hurt. And we're going to get to it. I would get on up in this um, this episode, but in forgiveness, both people win. Oh man, talk about it, bro! Like that's 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 dope, man. But again, that's coming later. Um, what I was gonna say is, just because you forgive someone doesn't mean you have to forget that you for that you've forgotten what harm they have done to you. It doesn't make things perfect. Doesn't make things perfect. It's just us saying. You've done wrong, but I still care about you. I still love you. I still forgive you. Mm. And now I'm just really, I'm just loving you at a distance. And guess what? Forgiveness can be the best form of self-love in the world. Now share that. Share why. Yeah, share that. Because if you're holding on to things that aren't actually adding to your life, it's like, how is that going to help you? Right. And so if you actually love yourself, you're going to let go of these things that are dragging you. Right. Like I say, you're talking about carrying the bags. Right. But imagine you're carrying this luggage everywhere that you go, man. It's going to be hard to do your daily tasks that you want to do. So if you're carrying it around, like going to the grocery store or trying to drive, right? you just got to hold on to this piece of luggage that you have, this piece of baggage, and you're trying to go do different things. But it's kind of hard because you're holding on to something that's not giving you any service. Right. That baggage has nothing to provide for you in that moment but if you continue to hold on to it then you're going to continue ultimately plummet but if you let go you're saying to whatever situation or whatever person listen i forgive you and i love myself which is why i'm going to forgive you because i'm not going to allow you to have a a lasting effect on my life moving forward so many times we Mm. so many times we uh continue to hold on to these things because of uh like closure, right? Or, or, or yes. un, un, unsaid words. Some words that we haven't got off of our chest that we feel like we need to say. But essentially, it's like, hey, man, just close the book. Close the chapter. 
and move on. And obviously, this is not easy. It's not an easy thing. And I'm not saying that you can just forgive overnight, but it's a process. But it's not good to hold on to the bag and trying to do daily tasks, but trying to live your life when you continue to hold on to a piece of luggage that's not contributing to your life. You know, I love best about getting this piece of weight off of us is what can come after the weight is gone. So my first thing is peace. Mm. Peace can come after the weight is gone. Once this weight's off, we can have learned a couple different things. Understanding, compassion, and have empathy for Mm. the other person. Ooh, empathy. Yeah, but we can't have all these if we're carrying our weight on us because now our weight's on us and now we're focused on that weight on us and then our baggage is hitting people on both sides and oh. we're going down the road and we're falling because we're carrying this whole luggage when really you're going to feel better having less weight on you. Because when, when people lose weight, why do they feel better? Dr. Slater talking, man. Dr. Slater is talking. I don't even got a college degree. Oh, my God. I cheated in high school. (laughs) Dr. Slater is talking, man. Dog, you you are right. You are correct. I love how you mentioned the weight on you, man. Mm -hmm. I'll give another analogy, right? Please do. Let's think of um, we've all had injuries, right? Let's say you sprained your ankle. Mm -hmm. Why would you want to continue to walk on a sprained ankle? It's so hard to walk on a sprained ankle. Why? Because you're taking all the pressure from one ankle and pushing it on the other ankle, and it's causing you to hobble, right? Mm-hmm. So now the, the, the weight isn't balanced out because you have uh, a, a problem with your ankle, right? You mm-hmm. have something yeah. that's that's causing it to swell up, right? But So now you're walking. If you continue to walk on it, you're sending all that pressure to the other foot, and ultimately you're going to, you know— Affect that foot. Now that foot's going to have some long-term effects because of all that pressure that you're putting on that one, right? So we talk about letting go, like removing that weight, like healing your ankle, right? Icing it up so that you can walk with the proper balance and not put too much pressure on other things in your life. It's it's almost like some people, though, would think that they're happier walking with this wobble, this limp mm. on them because they're used to it. They Because oh when gosh. you get... Oh crutches and your ankles hurt, tell them why you're on it for a couple months. And now you're all of a sudden used to it. And now walking normally is actually feels different to you. It feels uncomfortable. Familiar territory. But really, you've just gone so far off. You've been off balance for six months that now being off balance is comfortable to you because, again, someone has been so far off. But it's, it's as you come back to walk on both ankles – that's where you're actually going to find true comfortability. Because mm. sometimes for a second, to be uncomfortable, to get back to being comfortable. And this is why we talk about, uh, like, let's say, the familiar territory, right? You get used to to feeling like this. You get used to holding on to this baggage, right? And we talk mm-hmm. about how this can potentially seep into other things or other relationships or other situations in your life. And some, like, your future spouse can wonder, why, why, why are you treating me like this, right? And it's because it's an uh, unresolved traumatic experience from your past that's carrying over into this situation. Mm-hmm. And that's not fair to the situation, the job, or the person that you're dealing with in the future. That And the others. Yeah. Right? Like, there's not a positive benefit at all. right? And so I think it's important to address these issues and, and, and ask yourself, okay, why am I reluctant to forgive? What, what has this person done? And we all know, you know, in our own personal experiences, our personal lives, what Whatever we're holding on to for the reasons why. But 
how can we work towards getting better? How can we work towards forgiving a, just a little bit day by day, right? It doesn't have to be an overnight thing because you can't One do it overnight. step at a time. You can't do it overnight. One step and we're not trying time. to enforce that. But I highly recommend forgiving, right? Because it's, you're, you're taking that weight off of you. You ever took a backpack off? You feel so much lighter, man. But you hold it on for too long, man. You, your back starts to get a little bit tight. <laughs> your back starts to get a little bit tight, man. So it's always important to remember to address and work one step at a time, one day at a time. Giving forgiveness is actually a sign of strength. I think, I think a lot a lot of people think it's a sign of weakness. Mm. We're falling in and saying, you know what, I forgive you. I think it's a sign of strength. I think it's saying, hey, eat. even though I feel like this, this, this person has done me wrong, yeah. I'm going to take the high road and forgive them mm. and help us both out. So I don't think that forgiveness is a sign of weakness. I think that forgiveness is a sign of strength. Ooh, I agree with that, man. I like the way you put it like that. The perspective is grand. It's a sign of strength. And if, you, if you're able to do that, that says a lot about your character. We always talk about that. Uh, we always talk about that. So it says a lot about your character. And uh, we think about forgiveness. Um, I also think there is, it also has to deal with pride. Yes, pride is very huge. Much. Very much, and the pride is is actually harmful because it's like, nah, I can't do that, man. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, that person don't deserve to be forgiven. Nah, nah, like I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. do that, right? But, not for me, Percy. <laughs> not me, per That might work for someone else, but for me, Percy, I can't forgive him. Hey, we always hear, hey, my boy J Cole, pride is the devil, man. Pride hey, is the devil. Exactly. He's just confusing you, and you got to let go. The trick of the devil. The trick of the devil. But I also think, listen. Another point that I have, man, I think forgiveness also has its other side. So for me in my life, going to get raw and uncut, I haven't been in, in really in big positions that have, uh, where I've, I've been called to have to have to forgive someone else, right? Yep, that's a fair. So fair. really for me, it's like, yo, I lived such a horrible life before Christ. I'm the one that needs to be forgiven, bro. Mm-hmm. And so for for the longest time, I've been, you know, battling with like even my, my previous relationship, for example, right? I was toxic as it gets, man. And I didn't a live, young cat. I, I didn't live in the most healthiest relationship. So it was not godly. Did a lot of things that it was no gathering. Didn't produce good fruit. <laughs> so <laughs> sour apples. Uh and I think as I transitioned to my walk with Christ, I, I started to notice like, man. I was really holding on to how I, I felt so bad about how I treated this this young lady, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, it wasn't fair because. And I remember you talking, me talking to you, and you always uh, say, "Stop comparing who you are now to who you were before." Yeah, and that would hurt because it's like, man, like if only I could have did this, if only I could have did that, if only I could have did this, then maybe potentially this could be a different situation right now. But you know, I was struggling with you know, unforgiveness or, and the real thing, the unforgiveness wasn't with the woman. The unforgiveness was with, with myself. myself. <laughs> I had a long time to you forgive speaking. myself for the long time because I was like, man, I was really a horrible person. And I, and I talk about in these other episodes, like this is one of the reasons why I wanted to transfer. I just wanted a brand new slate where no one knew me and I didn't have no taint attached to my name and that I was just going to start this brand new slate. And I was just going to be Jaira and start from there. But one of the reasons why I feel like God had you know, led me to stay here was that so that I could grow in the environment that had caused me a lot of trouble, 
right? And if I can learn it and flip their perspective and, and stop running from my ghosts, but facing them, like we talked about a few episodes back, <laughs> I could be in a new position. But it took hard because I had to learn how to forgive myself, right? And, and God tells us in Colossians 3, 13, Bro, got, got a scripture for you. Everything. Forgive those as Christ has forgiven you. And so mm-hmm. for long as for me, I had a struggle with forgiving myself, and I think you had again two huge points. The first one being forgiving, forgiving yourself. The second one being God forgiving you. I'm gonna focus on the first one. Then I'm gonna get on the second one. But mm. the first one is you can't forgive others till you forgive yourself. Then the God one it comes in because God he he forgives us first. It's a whole it's a whole process. Yeah, yeah. You gotta trust the process. But this this is the process. I truly think it. God, he forgave us, we uh, forgive ourselves, then we go forgive other people. <laughs> and it's this process. But it's once the process gets messed up or stalled or paused or, you know, turned sideways, then the whole situation turns sideways. Mm. Our, our lives turn sideways because we don't trust the process. We are doing this process wrong. You know what I'm saying? Put Dr. But, Slater on a billboard. <laughs> this man's spitting. But I love how you said, again, I love that, how you said we got to forgive ourselves before we can forgive other people. Because I look at my times in high school in the past couple of years, and I cringe like, ah, I wish I didn't do, do that mm. to myself. Once mm. I was able to forgive myself, I was over to overcome the situation and once I'm able to forgive myself, again, then I'm able to to forgive other people. But again, as we hit on the second point, I mean, Jesus, he's at a good first. He said at first, I don't know, I'll take this out. <laughs> you can't, bro. He said, we must forgive because he forgave us. Yeah. It's interesting because a lot of us are, want, uh, uh, are wanting other people to forgive us, but we won't forgive them. Mm. And how do you want this thing that you're not wanting to give either? You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are wanting a lunch for free, but they're not able. They are my bad. They are not willing to pay for someone else's lunch. Oh, yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can you repeat that it's, one more time, bro? It's not that crazy, I promise Can you. you repeat that one but more time? A lot of people are wanting a lunch for free, but they are not willing enough to pay for someone else's lunch. So how can you want something that you're not even wanting to give? See, me, Ooh. us, us personally, I'm wanting to encourage you. In some ways, I want encouragement from you, mm. but I'm also giving you encouragement. So I'm wanting something that I'm able to give. Now, it's this increasing circle thing, and now both of us can get better because we're both giving it. Ooh. Hey, and it, that goes for a lot of different areas. Like you, like you get what you give, right? Ooh, you can't expect. Simple. I just wasted five minutes. You just you you said what that simple stuff. I appreciate you. You make it simple. I appreciate you. Fifth grade, fifth grade level, fifth grade level. Nah, I, I'm doing college. Hey, no, they know Doctor Slater really intellectual over here, man. <laughs> I just had to put it down so they could understand. <laughs> That's though, like you, you, you get what you give, and if you're. You know, being reluctant to give forgiveness or just to give anything. It's like, mm-hmm. how will you ever re- learn how to receive it in return? Reluctant. Five so, we should always remember, you're right, you're right. 
to give, right? Because if we give, it's always going to come back tenfold, and we never know, right? Why would you want to hold on to something and give someone that time of day? Why would you want to give someone that, that validation over your life, right? We talk about there's only one person in this world with your name and your birthday, right? And don't let someone else have a hold on your life. I heard this, this thing. It was a, I don't know where I saw it. I was asking someone a question. I was talking to this, uh, this married couple who had been married for 54 years. Ooh. That's that's a, that's a long time. I that's told love them. right there. I told them I've never been married. Could you give me any uh not any tips on it? any tips on how to make a marriage last? Not not on who to marry, but on how to make a marriage last. They said marriage takes two forgiving people. <laughs> I heard that, bro. I heard not that. Not one. Bro. Takes two forgiving people. They said that's how they lasted fifty four years because there's two people who forgive. Mm. And how can the other want what the other is not willing to give? It's two pieces, two sides to the piece of paper, man. It's a two sided coin, man. Two pieces to the puzzle. And if you're holding on to that one thing and you're not ready to to plug in, you know, to that puzzle, then ultimately it's compromise. It's not. It's its ultimate image. So, but that's that's a whole other story, man. We're not doing no topic on marriage because we ain't even married. Bro. Oh yeah, yeah, we, we ain't even married. We just talk about unforgiveness, and you focused on forgiving two forgiving parties, right? Two forgiving parties. Now both of you guys don't have any holes in your life. You guys aren't carrying this luggage. The luggage is actually in the baggage claim. It's going. You don't see it, and now you're able to enjoy the flight. <laughs> you're able to enjoy the flight. You can kick back, watch a movie, and then look out at the nice view. Look at the clouds. Window seat, baby. <laughs> You I like the aisle person, but I, that's just me. That's me too. I can't do no windows, <laughs> I'm about to say. I got to stretch my legs. And the last <laughs> point I was going to get to as it just came, as both of us were talking, was that even outside of being uh, two people that are married, I think that this is also valid in friendships and bonds of it takes two forgiving people. Imagine our our bond if I was like, you know what, Jaira did this, so I'll never forgive him. Right. Well, then that is going to cause a tear up in our bond, and now I'm carrying luggage, and I'm nagging you with my luggage instead of us enjoying a flight. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I'm nagging you with my luggage. I want to carry my luggage. I don't want you to hold my bags. Yeah. I'm going to hold my bag. You know what I'm saying? And so it takes, again, I think a friendship, a successful, healthy friendship takes two people who are forgivers. Mm. Two people who are forgivers. And also, I, I just came to my mind as well, man, but... You know, you talked about, um, you know, if our friendship and if you had some things that were holding you down, right? And mm-hmm. this all stems from, like you, caused, like, you said a tear, right? Yeah. This all stems from, like, communication, right? Ah. If you don't actually, you know, tell those things to me, how will mm-hmm. I know? I'm thinking our friendship is perfectly fine, but you're holding on to some things that you aren't going to disclose with me for, for some unknown reason, right? But forgiveness starts with communication, like, I mean, for communication. But communication doesn't mean that you have to talk to the other person. It can just be the communication within yourself to know that, hey, I'm moving past this situation. I'm doing mm-hmm. good. It doesn't necessarily mean, like, mm-hmm. I got to call up this person. I got to call up uh, this girl to tell her no that, hey, you know, I forgive you, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. nah, I can forgive her, you know, in my life, in my mind, in my personal life, Fine. and move forward. And I don't actually have to have contact with them. It's like, you can forgive, but you don't have to forgive the experience and the, the lessons that you learned, right? But it starts with communication. And communication is, you know, if it's, you know, if it's right to talk to someone else, you can talk to someone else, right? Or if it's just, you have to keep it within yourself, but you actually, you're actually acknowledging, you know, the hurt, the trauma that you've experienced and saying that, hey, you know, I'm willing to move forward. I'm not going to continue to let this hold me down. It's wisdom. Communication, man. I appreciate you coming out. Be out here. 
another episode. Doom.